And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports More Podcast with me, your host, Eddie Morelos. Back in Doniana, New Mexico, here at the end of February, talking state basketball tournament time here in the state of New Mexico. Awesome time of the year. Everybody gets excited. I got another guest. I just got done recording with a gentleman out of Gallup, New Mexico. Now we're going to go with the local team. And when I say local, I mean Las Cruces. And, uh, of course, I'm from Lordsburg, New Mexico. Lordsburg, uh, I believe they both got into the state tournament, both boys and girls. Uh, I think they're not ranked very high, but we'll talk about that at another time. We're going to talk about Centennial High School now. Centennial High School girls, and I got their head coach, Coach Matt Abney. Coach, welcome. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate you having me in. That's awesome, dude. I, I think it's so fun. I was so excited when you said yes because you and I have worked together the last, I think, two to three years. Cheers. And uh, we've gotten to know each other that way in particular. And I, I get lucky enough to just hear some comments that you make uh, while we're doing that and uh, just being a coach, man. So thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for having a good time. And thank you. I got to really say this. One of the best callers I've, I've ever had. I appreciate and, that. And, you uh, you make my job. You make me look good with, with you and putting on the, on the, on the stuff. So. <laughs> I appreciate you definitely. So anybody listening that they don't know, Coach uh, is my stat caller. And what does that mean? He watches the entire game, does not take his eyes off the court, telling me every single play from a, a layup to an assist to a block shot to a steal. And uh, and then I got to put it into the computer. It gets chaotic. But we have fun. Yes, we do. And it, it was awesome to bring your daughter with us once yeah. to help us out. Uh, Coach Laborin's daughter uh, helped us out. So uh, any of you basketball girls want to help out with us, just might get a hold to, of us. I have to get them in. There you go. So, Coach, congratulations. Uh, this is your first year? First year. First year at Centennial High School. First year at Centennial High School after coaching 14 years. 14, 14 at Las Cruces High. Uh, I retired after my 14th season. I wanted to spend time uh, following Sarah with her college basketball career at Sacramento State, which they just won the Big Sky regular season. Oh, they season. did win so, the Big Sky. Yeah, so she she's not a part of it. She graduated, but she was part of the rebuild, and so uh -huh. it was pretty pretty exciting. But once um, she... Re she um, you know, got a big role job. She's the director of volleyball operations at UC Davis. Yeah. So she's doing well, but once her basketball career is over, I really didn't have much to do. So an opportunity presented itself and, and I applied and got the job and, and certainly glad I did. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, love the team, love the girls. And just, just being back on the court has been, has been huge for me. And let me ask you kind of a tough question, I guess. Before you coached, uh, it was coach Louis Laborin, mm -hmm. uh, who I grew up with him. He's from Animus. Uh, I had him on the podcast. He had a good thing going there. He did. He did. It, it wasn't a rebuild. And, and, you know, when I met with the girls saying, look, this isn't a rebuild. Let's just keep going. You know, Coach Coach Selby was before him, who was my assistant. Yeah. Um, and, and Coach Lab, you know, followed Coach Selby, and I followed Coach Lab. And it's just been a smooth transition. He Coach Lab did a great job for years. He really did. And and his daughters uh, both went on and played mm -hmm. at the next level. But Larissa did. Larissa did, yes. Jocelyn's working with New Mexico State Women's now. Oh, uh, that's uh, right. It's part of their program. But, that's right. Uh, but Larissa had a great high school career, and, and she was off to a good start until she hurt her knee. She, had, yeah, she was in double digits against uh, both Division One teams, Grand Canyon and UTEP. So, uh, again, Coach Lab did a great job with the program. It's It wasn't a rebuild. It wasn't hard. You know, had, I didn't have to come in and, and fix it. It's just more of, you know, putting my, my wrinkle into things and, and doing 
uh, you know, kind of my, my system. But man, Coach Lab did a great job. That's awesome. Yeah, I love the dude. The Laborin family is awesome family. Um, let me ask you this, Coach, because you did 14 years at Cruz Society. You took a few years off, like you said, you came back. So let's just uh, let's date it a little bit. What's the biggest difference from 20 years ago to now? Mm, probably, probably participation. Our numbers are down, I think, na statewide, probably nationwide. I think a lot of that has to do with COVID. Uh, coaches and I have talked about this recently. As of five years ago, I'd have 45 freshmen trying out. This year, we had seven. Our numbers, wow. you know, yeah, we're, we're a 5A school, and, and we didn't have to cut anybody from the team anybody that tried out we we, we have 28 girls in our program and uh it's pretty much like that citywide with talking with the other coaches kids just they don't want to play it's, anymore it's interesting because there has been a shift in uh, i guess culture where you again coaches had the difficult task of cutting players now because i'm in the sports industry we are trying to figure out how to get kids I guess off their phones, off yeah. the technology, yeah. and into the the arenas and the stadium. Well, and that that's the biggest thing is, uh, you know, during COVID, you know, you spent a year and a half at home on your phone, on your laptop, uh, doing your schoolwork or some schoolwork. But you know, a lot of kids just didn't get out and 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 find a place to play at the park or outside in their backyard. They were yeah. content. I think a lot of them were content, just kind of hanging out at home. And and you know, the the transition has been slow. Uh, this this uh, eighth grade group here in LCPS, the eighth grade basketball, the numbers are probably the lowest it's ever been. Wow. Uh, a lot of teams used to have, a lot of schools used to have three to four teams, you know, an A and three B or whatever. Some some schools only had one team this year. So, you know, hopefully it gets back going again, but it, it's it's taken a while and, and it's it's definitely affecting our numbers citywide. And, and for all sports, I've talked to other coaches oh, as yeah. well. Uh, but definitely in girls basketball, our numbers have taken a hit. And again, I think it's uh, at all levels with all different ways. Again, we're trying to figure out how to get fans into the stands mm -hmm. for, for our college football bowl game. We're trying to figure out how to get them into the, to the arena over at the Don Haskins Center. Trying to figure out, you know, the Pan Am Center. How do you get the, the fans in there? You know, you and I were at all the basketball games this year. And some days we're like, where the heck are the people at? Well, perfect example is New Mexico State women. They've, you know, Coach Adams has done a great job already. Great job. Um, turning turning it around and and you know I, I was hoping for more community support you know yeah. you you got somebody who who is is a proven winner come in and and you know the kids are playing hard they're winning games and and a lot of people just aren't getting out and 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 NMSU does a great job with their marketing they have a great marketing department but you know people just aren't getting out it's funny you know uh, people people just don't read for one thing and there was a, a, a you know one of the pages where all the fans you know on facebook they mm -hmm. talk or whatever and they were like well we didn't see that you were gonna honor the men's you know tickets or whatever i'm like did you not turn on the radio yeah. did you not look at the website did mm -hmm. you not you know anything it's, it's out there it's like it, you said. it's out there it is the, just, you know obviously newspaper print is you know slowly dying but yeah you know, there's on online print or, or online media. There's social media. There, there's ways to figure things out. I think more of it, it it's just more of an excuse rather than oh, yeah. working hard to figure out, hey, you know, when are the Aggie women playing, uh, you yep. know, be uh, baseball, softball, things like that. So, uh, again, NMSC does a great job marketing, oh, and, yeah. you know, so 
be nice for people to get out get out this spring and support the spring sports and and high school as well as at nmsu definitely i'm here with uh, coach matt abney uh, centennial high school girls basketball coach who just finished his first year with centennial high school he was 14 years with las cruces high coach another question about looking at the past to now facility wise is there a big difference from 20 years ago here in Las Cruces to, de- to de- what you're definitely saying? here in Las Cruces? I mean, Centennial has to be one of the top facilities in the state. Um, my second to last year at Las Cruces, they did the remodel, and that thing is gorgeous. Yeah, the, the entire school at, at Cruces High is just—it's phenomenal, and, yeah. and they did a nice job with the, with the main gym and the, the back gym is awesome. My the second of my last year, we we played our almost our entire season back there, and, wow. and it was. You know, 600 people had packed in there, and, and it was a lot of fun. But the facilities, you know, Nyata is really nice. Centennial is just phenomenal. That's yeah. You know, everybody that walks into that gym for the first time. Um, Eastern New Mexico women's basketball coach. They came through on their way to Silver, and they they practice wow. in our gym. And all the girls walked in and were just blown away by the facility. So you know, facility upgrades have been huge all around the state. But you know, Centennial has to be one of the top three or four in, in New Mexico. The nest, right? It's called. The nest, the, they call yeah, it the, the nest, nest over yeah. there at Centennial High School. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. really nice facility. Beautiful. I've seen some games there as well. So uh, again, twenty twenty three, first year you finish. It looks like you finished twenty and eight on the season, eight and two in district. You won ten games at home, ten and two at home, uh, which led uh, led the way for. Um, uh, district uh, Coach of the Year. Yeah. Congratulations, Coach! Thank you. I don't know if you expected that your no, first year, especially no, again. We, you know, and you know, and I, you and I sat through the year, and we, you would just, you know, make a comment here once in a while, yeah. and uh, I didn't expect it to, to be honest, very uh, humble in in uh, carrying yourself through the through the season. I would never saw yeah. it. Yeah, well. Yeah, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with, and I have really good assistant coaches that, that have worked hard for me, and, and obviously I have some really nice players. Uh, Aspen Salazar was District Player of the Year. Yeah, um, she she's phenomenal. Um, Aspen Salazar, uh, twelve points per game no. shooting. No, she's right around so that, twenty. So she's up to she's twenty. She's, okay, she's so 20. Max Preps, if you're listening, Max Preps. No, Jocelyn Montes is around twelve. Okay, so but I, but I, I, I wrote it down more. Okay. I got Jocelyn down here for 12.1 yes, points per game. Yeah. And then I also had uh, another, your other all-district player, Adi Torres. Torres, at uh, about eight points. Eight, eight points, about seven rebounds. Um, you so Aspen scoring 20 a Aspen game. Aspen scoring 20 wow. a game, and she, she's one of the states. She's probably number three in the state in scoring. Um, she's, she's an unbelievable passer. Uh, Jocelyn Montes uh, just broke the school record for three pointers made in a season. It was 64. She has 78 right now. Holy cow! So, so we got some nice shooters, and and again, uh, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. So, good coaches and, and, and good players. Um, you know, I had a couple honorable mention: Alina Edis, Cassandra Ogin, also. So, you know, we have, we have some nice players, and they're great kids, and they've worked hard. So, was I expecting that award? No, um, but. Uh, you know, it's like I t- I've t- told all my teams this with team success comes individual accolades. Yeah. Um, Aspen's not going to be player of the year if we're not one of the top two teams in the district. Oh, so, yeah. so when you play well as a team, the individual awards come. That, that's so true. You know, it's it's really when you start winning games, mm-hmm. uh, people do take notice of the, the individuals who are Definitely. helping to win the games. Let me ask you, coach. I, I didn't look it up. Uh, who are your assistant coaches? Because you keep talking about you're as good as the people you surround um, yourself my, with. My varsity assistant, BJ Maestas, he's, he's been in the city a lot. Um, he's coached different with boys and girls. I think he was with Onyate Boys. He was with yeah. Coach Lab before. 
Uh, Vince Cuddy has been, uh, he won a state championship playing with uh, Steve Heredia with the boys in yeah. 2015. And he's been on uh, Coach Selby's staff as well as Coach Labs and now mine. So he does a great job. And, and Brian Hayes is my, my C-team coach. Um, we just click. We have great, great chemistry. We have a lot of fun. And uh, we're all on the same page about what we want to do as a team and what we want to do as a program, the, the culture we want to create. And, and I'm fortunate to have those guys. Before we go into uh, previewing the state basketball tournament, talk about your season. How did it start off for you as your, your first year at Centennial? Was it the girls having a hard time to adjust? Did they adjust very easily? You know, then what happened towards the middle of the season? What was going on there? Yeah, so, and how did it finish up? So early on, you know, any anytime there's change, uh, a lot of people are resistant to change. I think I oh, think yeah. kids are as well, but um, they responded really well when, when I got hired. They, you know, they were. They were excited to get to work and with the school starting so early in July instead of August, we got a whole extra five, six weeks, which was huge because uh, we wanted to work on our skills, especially our shooting, which clearly paid off because Jocelyn's phenomenal, so is Aspen. Um, so we were able to build our skill work. Uh, beginning of the season, we got off to a really good start. We started out 3-0, beating La Cueva, who was number five. We, we lost to number one Hobbs by five. We and then we hit a little rough patch in the middle there where, where we just didn't play well. And yeah. I felt as a coach, I, I wasn't doing a real good job. Um, we, we tried to simplify some, uh, some, some, some of our sets. We stopped pressing a little bit. I, I moved Aspen to the one and since then we've been 12 and one. Wow. So, you know, just a, a few wrinkles here and there has really turned our season, you know, for the positive. There's three games looking back that, man, I wish, I wish we, we would have had, we should have won. You know, we'd be sitting at what twenty three and five, maybe a four seed, yeah. maybe a three seed. So, um, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's usually how it goes. And and not having a summer with summer games didn't allow me to learn about these girls yeah. on the team. Yeah, you had to learn on the fly. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of grew throughout the season and and had some big wins, but we also had some losses. That man, we 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 shouldn't have lost that game. But yeah. everything happens for a reason. And and here we are sitting at twenty and eight. You know, if any any time a team wins twenty games, that's pretty impressive. Oh yeah. You know that's. That, that's saying something. 20 wins at the high school level, that, that's tough to do. And to me, uh, just with what you said, that you didn't have that summertime to learn about your players. Because yeah. to me, I think the coach needs to learn just as much as the players oh, do. Oh, def definitely. You know, strengths and weaknesses. You know, uh, the key was Aspen Salazar is a big-time scorer. I needed her at a two-guard. And, you know, she, she was still getting the ball, but we just couldn't get into the flow of things. And, you know, we lost a, a district game to Mayfield. And, um, after that, I just kind of, I remember, uh, yeah, I reinvented what, <laughs> what, what we needed to do and made a few changes. And like I said, we're, we're 12 and one cents. And so obviously I'm kicking myself for not doing that, <laughs> doing that back, back in, back in December, rather, rather than waiting till the end of January, but things happen for a reason. And, you know, to, for us, our goal was obviously to win a district championship. And if we couldn't do that, we wanted to make sure we secure a home game yeah. for the state playoffs, which, which we did. Um, you know, we're playing Oregon Mount for a fourth time, but, Golly. but, you know, we are at home and, and that's a huge advantage because we've, you know, I think you said we've won 10 games or we've played really well there. So, yeah. so we're excited to be at home. Ten, definitely. 10 and 2 at home yeah. is a pretty darn yeah. good record. Yeah. And, and I just got to think, you know, I, I, cause I hear it a lot. Like in, uh, for example, when I was with the Aggies, if you play a team, you know, and you beat them already twice in the season, you, then you get them again in the conference tournament that's a little tougher to do again exactly and I, and we did that thursday last thursday for to advance to the district championship and th they played well and and 
I knew this was shaping up. I, I, I told my assistants, if we keep winning, do what we're doing, I knew when Yacht, uh, Oregon Mountain was locked in at the 11, I knew we were going to play for a fourth time. Oh. And, <laughs> you know, we, we've played Cruces High and Oregon Mountain every game the last three weeks. We've played no other opponent. Holy cow. Yeah, I so, did not realize yeah, that. Yeah, we've played, we've played those two teams for the last three weeks. Oh, my gosh. That's, wow. That's just the way the schedule shaped out. We had a one-game playoff for the district championship with Cruces. Then we had the district tournament. We wound up playing the same, same two teams. Oregon Mountain Thursday, Las Cruces on Saturday. So Remind me who the um, coach is for uh, Oregon Mountain. Evelyn Reyes. Evelyn Reyes. Yeah, Evelyn does a good she job. She used to coach at Gadsden, Gadsden. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then who's coaching at Cruces? Lori Selby. Your, your former yes. assistant. Yeah, She's been old. there for about five six years um, at least well she took over after i left so oh, th okay. this is year number three for her oh okay yeah. okay yeah. so it was right after you yeah. left that she took over yeah. i remember yeah and you've coached with those two ladies before right both of, well, no Shelby, not, of not not with not with coach reyes but with Co oh, okay. coach selby when i got hired at cruces high in 2005 six was my assistant Okay. So she was my assistant for about eight years. Then she got the Centennial job when the school opened. Oh, okay. And then okay. she left Centennial and went, right. went back to Cruces High with my assistant. That's right. So it's weird how we come full circle. Yeah. I'm at Centennial. She, but but that's kind Cruces. of the, I guess, the fraternity of, sure. of coaches, Definitely. especially here in southern New Mexico yeah. and New Mexico in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just interviewed uh, Coach Todd McBroom out of Gallup and you knew him yeah. and he also said he knew you of course so there's that awesome fraternity that's what i missed when i was retired i really missed the camaraderie with coaches i mean i i just love going to team camps coaching clinics and you're, you're with your buddies you know? yeah and that's what i really missed in my three years that i was retired yeah wow so that's really cool that it all comes full circle now yeah. we now here we are uh, one of the best times of the year uh state tournament time i know yeah. i i mean i get excited uh, I was just telling uh, Todd, uh, Coach McBroom earlier that I called uh, Tyler Dunkel over at the NMAA mm -hmm. uh, just to say, hey, how are you? You know, I know you. this is the busiest time of year for you guys. Just want to check in, see you, you know, doing all right. And, of course, super busy, he says. Very... NMAA is getting really, you know, they get real busy right now, and they're ready to roll. Uh, but how many state tournaments is this for you? This will be, this is my 15th year, and this will be my 14th out of 50. Holy cow. Yeah. What is it um, that really do you love the most about the state tournament? The pit. I mean, Just the environment. Yeah, right? that's where you want to be. That's that's the goal. Uh, unfortunately, for half of my career, uh, we were six A, and they put six A at the Star Center. Yeah. In in Rio Rancho, and that place is cool too. Don't get me wrong. Playing yeah. playing there was very special too, but. Um, when they went back to five classifications, that's when they put 5A back in the pit. So they don't use a star center for 5A. Yeah. So that's always, you know, that's a big time goal. I want, the, I want this for my girls so bad. You know, I've, I've coached in the pit before and do I want to go back? Heck yeah. Yeah. But I want my girls to experience it. They've worked so hard and I want them to, it's just a great environment, oh, whether, yeah. whether you're playing or watching, but, but walking down that ramp is such a great great feeling. Man, I want that for those girls. And it, it really is. It's such an awesome, just as a spectator as uh, somebody who's worked uh, the games there mm -hmm. just the feeling the atmosphere the environment the camaraderie running yeah. into old coaches oh. old players former players you see your people that you played with that their kids are playing now i mean i could go on it comes and on full and circle on. big time i mean it, it yeah. was great i mean even watching i'll never forget watching lordsburg win a state 
championship about five or six years ago and just being the there entire the that. entire town is there, is there? oh and, and man it's like a it's a reunion it really is it's a reunion it really is so uh centennial again they got uh number um they got they're the number six seed centennial hawks uh they'll play number 11 seed oregon mountain uh, in the first round, and the, the game will be played on Friday at Centennial High School with tip off at tip off at 7 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale already. Yeah, they, you you can't do cash, so you have to go to the NMA website. Um, you know, we're we're putting stuff out on social media where you can buy them before you go, and you just I guess show them on your phone. But they're not accepting cash, I guess anywhere for the state tournament this year. So yeah. it's important for for people to not you know so they don't have to stand in line just to maybe try and buy a Murdy. Even for Friday night, not just in Albuquerque at the pit, but for the games uh, at the Nest on on Friday, you have to. It's cashless. You got. You, you can go. either go to their website, I believe, or they have an app. Yeah. Uh, that you can go to their app as well. Again, se- uh, seven o'clock tip off, Centennial at the Nest. Uh, they're, they're at the Nest here in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Uh, again, Centennial is the, the number six seed. Um, talk about any any kind of preview that you can give. Uh, I mean, I know you don't want to give away too much, but you've already faced Oregon Mountain yeah. I mean, multiple times. Th- there's there's no secrets. They they have a dominant post player, Katie Turnbow's a junior. She's phenomenal. She's averaging a double double, probably about eighteen and eleven. Oh, wow. She she's a load. She does a good job, uh, and they got guards that can score. I mean, all three of our games have been close. So. That that's what that's what makes it scary is you know th- this isn't your typical six eleven I mean we know each other so well these girls uh, a lot of them play club together I was gonna say they, they probably even play yeah, together they, they play together on Las Cruces premiere um, oh wow so so they play together so they we all know each other really well there's not gonna be any surprises it's just gonna matter you know for us we gotta defend. Uh, better than we did last time and you know we got to keep shooting the ball well i wonder what goes through these young ladies minds as they step out on the court and they know each other and they're like i'm here to beat your butt Mm -hmm. you know back and forth or whatever they're competitive but after the game you see them giving hugs but during the game they they want to beat each other and that adds that that adds a little extra juice to the game but uh definitely they definitely want to want to beat each other before we uh, go on and talk a little bit more about Centennial, I uh, just want to say Las Cruces High is the seventh seed. They're going to play against number 10 seed, Clovis, and that'll be on Friday there. Uh, They're at 5 o'clock. <laughs> 5 o'clock. So and the, then the district did a good job of separating the game, so in case fans want to go watch both, they can do that. Go head over to Cruces High at 5 and then come on to Centennial at 7. Mayfield also got in. Mayfield got in. They are traveling to, I want to say La Cueva. They got number 5, La Cueva. And they will play on Friday. That's at 6 o'clock. They're in La Cueva. They're in Albuquerque. So um, La Cueva is probably one of the hottest teams in the state right now. They're playing really well. They, I thought they'd be seated higher, to be honest. Uh, they even went and beat Farmington yeah, for the district t- tournament championship. So that was that was a huge win for La Cueva. They're playing really well. 21-7, 8-2 in district, La Cueva. Uh, Mayfield finished 15-12, 6-4 in district. So uh, that'll be a tough matchup for the Trojans of Mayfield. Uh, but so cool to see uh, all four it is. teams out of Las Cruces in yeah. the state tournament. Yeah. We had good battles all year. All, all of us battled. Every game was close. They're, they're, you know, there's good basketball here. There really is. As a Las Cruces uh, person as a southerner, I am excited and would love to see just one of these teams just 
surprise everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no matter who it is, yeah. I'm sorry, coach, but that's just all right. Hey, I'm with a, you. If, it, if it's not us, I want it to be somebody else, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, that'd be so awesome, uh, because of course, you know, we have at least I know I do have this perception that the way the north northern teams think about the southern mm-hmm. teams and stuff like that. So uh, go. Good luck to all the southern teams. Good luck to all the Las Cruces teams, and uh, uh, good luck to you and your Hawks, coach. Um, what, what, what do you guys got planned for the rest of the week? Practices all week yeah, long, we, film, we, what's just, going just, on? Just a lot of film. We, we do film in the morning, practice after school. And, and again, we know each other so well. It's just a matter of, of small little details, uh, defending defending better, um, not getting beat on a, on a screen and roll or not getting back cut on a set play. And again, there's... there's I mean, we've we've played each other twice in the last week, and so there there's there's not going to be a lot of major major adjustments. It's trying to clean up a few things that maybe you know, you know that'll help us uh, score more points and then maybe defend better to to prevent more points. So it's going to be a lot of little details. So you guys have a Facebook page, a really nice Facebook page, by the way. I'm assuming your boosters and your fans. Oh, that's all you? Okay. Whoa, wait a minute. I'm going to have to bring Coach Abney back on for a social media position next Sun Bowl season. <laughs> you and your nephew. I'm going to bring yeah. you and your nephew on oh, to do, do my social media next uh, Sun Bowl year. But uh, tell the people about the Facebook page so they can, they can go and see all the awesome stuff well, that you guys get up. The, the, the social media is basically uh, CHS Lady Hawk Basketball, the, the Instagram and Facebook. And, and then we also have have a Twitter. So, you know, we do a lot of promoting. That's where we, you know, put our put out our graphics when it's game day and where we're playing, who we're playing, and then obviously that's where I got all my information. Of, yeah. I'm telling you well, guys that now. Well, so. well good. I'm 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 glad it worked out. Then is, <laughs> yeah. it, it, is that's what we want. That's what we wanted to do. Yeah. You know, the Facebook is Centennial Lady Hawks basketball. Um, God, we have so many things that you know, and you can't. Sometimes names are taken, and yeah. Um, no, I mean I get it, but again, I think y'all, everybody, go out and search that because you'll see the you'll see the pictures of the team. Mm-hmm. You'll see the nice graphics that have been made about you know the different awards that were given out, and I really think it's a really nice touch for your for it your is. squad. It, I think you know you try and be first class. Uh, with what you do within your program and, and promoting your program and, and your girls, that, that's part of it uh, is, is, is as a whole. Um, our Instagram is CHS Lady Hawk B-Ball and, and our Twitter is the same thing. So, you know, and, it, and it's weird the, the, the dynamics have changed with, through social media on generations. Like I think a lot of the kids are more into Instagram, not necessarily Twitter, but, yeah. um, you know, but there's good information on Twitter, the college coaches and more oh, yeah. user it, Twitter. It's... So, so if you if you market and promote, you know you'll be able to get fans. You know we do it. We want fans in the stands, and if they don't know when we're playing, we we, we got to make that happen, and and that's how we're we're able to do that. And did that did that work out for you guys this season? Oh, it Where did. you have plenty yes. of fans, oh, yeah. and I, enthusiasm. I, I, and stuff I thought like we, that? I thought we had great crowds, and and obviously it helps when when you're playing well and you have some talented players that they want to go watch. Uh, you know I think I think we're fun to watch. It, it's nice, you know, just being out around town and somebody coming up saying man your team is fun to watch and, yeah. you know and I, I don't know who they are but they've been to some of our games and yeah. they said man you guys are fun to watch and that's awesome good luck the rest of the way and and so that's cool because awesome. that just you know i tell the girls this and they're like really they get they get real excited i mean they, they don't realize that even though they're 16 17 18 years old they have an impact on on people in the community yeah. you know oh yeah they, you know they, they have little kids that grow up wanting to i always to love that them. part yeah. you know yeah. seeing about the the high schoolers are the the ones that are um you know impressing on 
the the fifth graders, the fourth graders, the third graders, whatever it may be, uh, and to see the smiles of those little kids, uh, the little girls, the little boys, whoever it may be, it's just an amazing thing. It's just you know all connected together. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach, you know going into the state tournament and you know if we get into Albuquerque, is there any kind of traditions that you have that you and your family have whenever you go and partake in this, or is it strictly business? And, well, uh, they, it's, it's, it's definitely business, but. Uh, you know you you want to enjoy the experience and you know uh, i've told the girls you know you win this first game you're in the pit from there anything can happen you know anything at that pit can happen uh shooters sometimes don't shoot well and you know you you just want to keep advancing and i tell them when you advance it will play tuesday if you win you play thursday if you win you play saturday well on these wednesdays you go practice you work out yeah. and then you go back to the pit and watch games it's like yeah. it's bas- yeah. it's basketball heaven it you know really is. It, 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 it really is. is and and that's what that's that's the beauty of the state tournament in new mexico is you can you can live at the pit the entire week and oh. just watch great basketball and it's exciting yes. all week oh, it really yeah. is yeah. And you know what i love coach is speaking of those instances and when the 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 north the north um Western teams, which be on the reservation, all the rest. Teams, oh yeah, the Native American teams when they play against each other, in particular, you know the the Gallup against the Santa Fe Indian yeah. School for or, you know whoever it may yeah. be. Gallup Kirtland. Yeah, that's I another mean, one. They just played the, it. They just yeah. played in the district uh, for the fourth time. For the fourth time. Yes, they played yes. four times, and it wouldn't surprise me if they met in the state championship for a fifth time. They're they're the number one and number one, two seed. Yeah, 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 the four A. Yeah, I'm sure Todd talked about that. Oh, but, I mean, but, but the pit will be sold out. That pit for that game, and, and that's a thing. You, you could sit there and not know anything about any certain team, and what you know, just just enjoy the atmosphere and the game and the players, and be like, man, this is amazing. And that's what I want for my players. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them don't even go to the pit to watch games. They 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 have don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. The experience. They're just you know making weird faces like uh, you know. <laughs> a, a, a lot of them haven't experienced it. So so we're hoping to to give them that opportunity. You know we've we've had a really good season. I'm so proud of them. But we obviously want to want to keep advancing. That's awesome, Coach. I just wish you nothing but luck. You know that I mean that from the Thank bottom you. of my heart. Uh, I will be uh, watching some way or another via Twitter or websites, whatever it may be. I wish I could be up there for that, but. Um, be following along and uh, I mean just so excited for you coach thank appreciate you for it. doing this thank man. you man I appreciate you having me and um, let's go get them of course this is Sports and More Podcast with your host Eddie Morelos again you can find all the episodes on Spotify Google Podcasts or Anchor FM I also link them up on our Twitter at Sports More POD and on Facebook Sports More Podcast again once again coach good luck and thank you so much thank you